This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. What do we have on tap, Kyle? Well, we have a pretty commonly asked question. How long should I pay into a policy? Well, it depends. <laughs> Our favorite answer, it depends. Yep. Um, obviously, it's different for everybody. Everybody's at a different stage in life, mm-hmm. um, age-wise. Goals. Some people have the direct intention of, of being done working at a certain age. Maybe income is going to stop at that point in time. Sure. Or at least... Um, income not coming from like a qualified plan or something um, or a a brokerage account um, if you're only in your 50s, I guess. Um, So I guess a lot of things have to be covered. Um, But a a really simple rule of thumb is, well, as long as you're bringing in income, you're going to need a place to put it. Yep. Uh, An IBC plan is a very easy way to store capital. So why not put it here? Yeah. And it'll give you a lot of benefit. Usually, like the most general and common answer we would give to that is as long as you can. The policies get more efficient over time. So, I mean, you really do want to pay in them as long as you possibly can. And it's not like, you know, we set up a policy for you that is payable until 100, 121, whatever. It's not like you have to pay that until those years. Like, when, you, when you've had a policy for that long, it is not that big of a deal to either have the policy you know, pay for itself, you know, pay the minimum or reduce, pay it up, you know, whatever. We have endless options. Yeah. And things that don't have to be decided from the onset Mm -hmm. of taking out the policy either, which is tremendously um, a huge advantage. Well, that just, you know, we focus on flexibility. That's, (laughs) that provides a bunch of flexibility and we don't know what the future holds. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, you know, like, I don't think it makes sense. I know a lot of people will push 10 pays or 20 pays or whatever, but if you're going to keep making money every year, I mean, why would you ever want to stop putting it in an IBC policy when it's only getting more efficient every single year? Absolutely. Excuse me. And um, this is something that I like to go over with people. Um, Sometimes I guess it's easier to see in different policy design where you're actually looking at some numbers, but um, it is good to try and hone in on whatever that number is, um, for years that you want to pay into a policy because things can be done to improve performance of policies that we're going to pay into for a short period of time. We may be able to use different PUA riders, um, structure it slightly differently. Um, you know, maybe a smaller base, a bigger PUA, um, and instances of short pays. Um, and the, it's not that you can't design a policy to pay into it for a long period of time, say, you know, like 40 years, which is what my first policy was designed for. Um, it's just the fact that if you do that, you typically are going to give something up in the form of cash accumulation if you decide to only pay into that 
for seven years. Sure. That doesn't mean that, um, it doesn't mean that you're giving something up in the sense that, um, into the future, you know, like you're giving up the opportunity to pay in all those premiums. But what I mean is you've given up some policy optimization in the beginning that caused cash to accrue at a slower pace. And because you aren't going to fund it as long as you thought you were, it's going to continue just, just by the lack of the fact that it didn't have as much cash in it um, in the beginning to still be slower. Sure. Obviously those things are very hard to know, but it's something that we like to have a good conversation with, with people about because, um, we always want to give you the best possible plan that we can. And we just don't know without, you know, working through what your situation is, what that looks like. And that's where, you know, a lot of people like to fight over the base to PUA splits and what's the correct and what's not correct. And if you have lower base premiums, I mean, generally you can't fund them as long. It's not that maybe it's a bad thing to have a lower base premium. It's just, is that what you need? Do you need that upfront heavy cash value right away or do you want to fund longer and you know something else too maybe um you know this can be common for people well i want to fund a policy you know for the next you know say we're we're talking to a 30 to 40 year old well i want to pay x amount of dollars in this policy for 30 years let's say twenty thousand. and at the end of that you know i i doubt that i'm going to want to pay in that twenty thousand, but i still may want to pay into this thing well maybe we can design a policy to hold that twenty thousand and say four to five thousand maybe um you can continue to pay after those thirty years mm-hmm. or something like that sure. um and and so that still is getting you what you want, but yet we haven't overbuilt the policy to the point where it's hurting you, and you're still um this is something that I'd like to go go into um for people that are undecided is okay. You know, if you think that you want to pay into the policy for 20 years, okay, that's great. We can design it for that. If you think, well, 20 years, but I mean, I don't know, maybe I want to do 30 or even even longer than that. Okay, we can do that, but oftentimes we're going to give up um, a little bit of flexibility and some cash accumulation by building in that room for later on. It might just be a situation where, you know, you aren't sure. You just take a look at each different option and maybe it's it's a small enough amount that you're like, you know, it's not even worth it. I'd rather have the option to pay, you know, longer into the future than this little bit of, of cash accumulation that I'm missing out on. Sure. And like as time goes on, you're more than likely going to be making more money. Like even in your 60s and 70s, you've probably accumulated either you know, businesses, properties, whatever it is that you're going to be, you know, having income from for the rest of your life. So where are you going to put that money? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that this is a place where you can do that. And I think what you were also getting to is, you know, likely this isn't going to be your first policy. So we're yeah. probably going to be starting other policies. We can design those to be paid into for you know, an age that is past what your first one is. Sure. So you still have the ability to put a significant amount of premium into your policies. Yeah. I mean, all Paul or most policies aren't designed the exact same, you know, for each person. It depends on age and goals and what we want to do, what they want to do. 
So. You know, it isn't like we're just going to design a policy to to be paid in until age 65 and then, you know, sh- no more. Or even, you know, maximum cash value in year one, you know, from the insurance company. Maybe what they what they want doesn't fit that. Yeah. For other people, um, you know, they may want to put a lump sum into a policy and then, you know, pay the minimum and and have that as as their strategy probably probably not where i would get started at um but for some people they like to see that sort of option and what that looks like um i can tell you that it's it's probably going to be an inefficient policy um or lump sum mechs too you know yes we've done that for um especially for older people works great one-time payment don't think about it again and you know it's providing it's there if you need it you might have to pay some taxes on the gains. Who cares? Because um, you have gains. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and death benefit, adding velocity to the dollars. But I, I would say the big thing of with that mech is the ultimate goal was, was death benefit, liquidity, passing on as much money as we could to the next generation. Yep. It wasn't about, you know. Banking. Banking and, and needing this money in the future. It was money that they don't believe they're going to need. Uh, and um, but it's there if they do yeah but it is there if they need to and they don't have the 10 percent penalty because um past age 59 and a half they don't have the risk of losing it either that is huge locking in gains you know it's there and you know it's going to grow above what you've put in yep so those are i mean obviously that that is a very short um funding period um you can typically uh, put some extra money into mechs though um, past that first year mm-hmm. just know that it is a mech and you're going to continue adding to a policy that has will be taxed on a first in first out basis or excuse mm-hmm. me a, a last in first out basis um, but if the situation is right that's fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah absolutely so anything else you'd like to add to this Kyle no, I think we got this one covered. Okay. It's really, um, it's an individual situation, and it's something that, I mean, we cannot tell you, you know, this is what you need to look for. Um, without seeing your situation and knowing without, what you want. Yeah, without seeing your situation. I will say uh, one last thing I forgot to mention is it can be common um, to do shorter pay policies if you have like a one-time, say, an inheritance or sale of, um, an investment property or, or land or something that you don't foresee getting back into. Sure. Um, and putting that into a policy in a short number of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe you pay a little bit after that, maybe not. But. You never know, which is why we keep you know harping on flexibility and why that's so important. Yeah, hugely important because <clears throat> the future is unknown. Yep. So, all right, that's all I got, Kyle. All right, we'll see you guys next week. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.